Barney's doesn't guarantee success. Vogue doesn't guarantee success. What guarantees success is if you actually find an audience that actually loves your product. We've been very slow to change in terms of how technology has impacted our lives. A new social network can pop up overnight and completely change our business model. Hello and welcome to the Glossy Podcast, our weekly show where we discuss fashion, luxury, and technology with the people making change happen. I'm your host and Glossy Senior Reporter, Hillary Milnes, and joining us today is the fashion designer, Dan Liu. Thank you for joining us, Dan. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So you've been in the fashion industry for about 20 years, but before that, you were a computer programmer, is that right? Well, I don't think I can call myself a computer programmer, but yes, I did uh, study computer. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us how that experience uh, on the working on the on, in technology sort of shaped the way you started both of your fashion brands? Um, well, basic, basically, because you know what, I um, uh, on after I graduated, right, after I finished school and um, Eventually, I did I did quite a few other jobs. Eventually, I found out that I love fashion, so that's why how I went back to Japan and studied fashion, like give up everything and just go back to school. And that's how I start fashion. Afterwards, it's been like almost like now it's twenty years, right? So, um, but before that, I I never knew that I was so passionate about fashion. So that's why. Mm-hmm. And and how did you? How did your, you know, we were talking about how so many fashion brands don't have that grasp on technology. And so coming into it from that background, how do you think that's that's sort of made you look at the fashion industry differently than someone who, who might not have that technology experience? Well, basically, the difference is because I have computer background, right? So um, whatever my thinking or my uh, when I decide when I create something is more tend to the logical side. Because computer, just like math, right, is very logical. It's one plus one equal two. So um, that gives me a very uh, uh, logical background. And when I decide, when I do stuff, will be a lot more logical thinking. Um, that's why, as you can see, my design will be more practical. And in, in a way that to, um, to, to, to be more... Um, uh, usable. Let's put it this way: to be more usable for people to for everyday kind to use it, right? So that's affect me a lot, of course. Uh, in terms of the people who doesn't have the maybe the computer math background, um, they are a lot more artistic and they are a lot more creative. But, but however, they will have uh, always. Uh, I mean, usually, often I find out a lot of my designer friends they have the problem is. The design is great. Don't get me wrong; it's this awesome design. However, it, it might not fit to the market, right? Not fit to the business market in terms of um, uh, profit or for business. So, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What about from a business perspective? Um, you know, how do you make sure that I know you you're working with virtual reality, which is something that a lot of fashion brands and retailers have tried to to crack, but it's mostly been in a gimmicky way. But but you see it as something that people could actually shop eventually. Is that is that right? Can you tell us a little bit more about your work with that? Well, okay. I think that uh, the, because the world is changing, right? Like I said to you, um, um, even though we don't want to change, the world is changing every day, especially right now in business you know the technology side as you can see uh, people are start to going all on online or even uh, beyond online for example is VR is very uh, big now in Asia especially in Japan 
um, everything is changed to more to 3D or VR already. So um, in terms of retailer, as you can see, right, most of the retailer is falling due to the reason that the traditional uh, selling uh, ten, uh, technique is not going to work anymore because the world is changing to a much faster pace with the internet and online. So um, in for fashion, same thing. We might be, like I said, we might be leading the world in terms of creativity or, or art or fashion, right? But on the technology side, we are actually way far behind. Um, a lot of uh, fashion brand or designer, they cannot come up, uh, keep up with the pace due to the reason that they don't have that kind of knowledge, right? Or they don't have that kind of people that can help them. And the, the problem is it's not the technology or IT people doesn't want to help the fashion industry. It's just that because this is a very two different, uh, extreme different group of people. The fashion people is never understand the computer side of the people and the computer technology people never understand the fashion mind. So this is this are very difficult for them both to join together in order to make something that is great happening. Um, because they have a different point of view and, and, and the way that they do things is totally different. So um, in terms of this, that's, that's why a lot of brand, even you are talking about famous global international brand, you know, level one or even level three brand, like most of the brand has hard time to deal with technology and, and keep up the pace. Right. Do you think that that's, as you look around um, fellow fashion designers and other brands, as well as your own brand, do you think that's changed the way that fashion brands um, and designers make hires? Uh, the Just like the, the important roles at, at fashion brands today, it's like, like there's an emphasis on, on technology. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, right, if, if any, it doesn't matter what brand are you are, are you working on or, or what are you doing. Basically, is is in terms of not just fashion, but any retailer that right now we need to uh, change the marketing strategy and selling uh, uh, porn, how we're going to work with uh, the client and the, work with the technology in order to, to be able to keep surviving, keep selling the stuff, right? Uh, most of the uh, fashion brand, the problem is, like I, once again, they, they lack of this kind of knowledge uh, and support, right? So that's why, and even though they try to look for this kind of support, the problem is, uh, for now, the technology or IT uh, industry is still still might not know how to fully support the fashion industry. So that would be a, a problem when you're hiring people uh, because you don't know which one you should hire or what you should do, right? Right. So... So going back to virtual reality, um, you know, how do you, how are you fitting that into your your brand shopping experience? Um, for right now, the virtual reality actually uh, a lot of people might not know, but in Japan, like I told you already, is uh, is already starting using uh, VR, the virtual reality, in order for shopping. Right, right. A lot of people right now is still stay in the. Uh, uh, maybe they think that they are they are very already uh, high tech. They're using online shopping, but actually online shopping is already changing as well. Uh, a lot of people right now in Japan is using VR, basically the virtual reality shopping. So, um, let's say you have an app, you have or, or you already have the goggle that you put on, and right away you're online. You can actually go into my Tokyo store to shop. Uh, as long as you join the member, you give the information. Your your virtual uh, yourself, you know your virtual you is already inside the store that you can shop anytime 
and even return buy stuff and even try on and you can see your virtual self and trying on the new stuff so that technology is, has been developed and it's been going on crazy in Tokyo in Japan um, not just for game because you know for game you can see a lot of VR game is already out right even though uh, in North America they it seems like they are not matured yet but actually, as you can see, most of the Japanese game is already mature. So in Japan, it's, it's, it's very fast-paced that the VR is going strong due to the reason that this is a new way to go. Um, for example, once again, like I said to you, right now it's only available in Japan. If you're living in Osaka, compared to uh, to Tokyo, you need to take the bullet train for like the Shinkansen for about two hours, the fastest one. But uh, now you don't have to. You can just put on a goggle and then you can just uh, go to my Tokyo store right away, right? Within, what, 30 seconds? Um, and you can actually have the entire store there on your, on your goggle, right? I mean, on your VR. Um, right now, it's, it's just space in Japan, but eventually, I'm sure that it's going to be going for global, right? So um, by then, maybe you have my app. You can go to my New York store. You can go to my LA store or even my Hong Kong store to shop with the VR experience. Right. And, and how do you make sure that people are still getting the most out of the brand? I think so far, at least what we've seen from our end, it's not a super uh, ex like experience that makes that's like second nature to customers. So can you just describe like what what it looks like if you're shopping virtually through uh, with the brand? Well, basically, is is the same thing, right? So, let's say I have a let's say my store in Tokyo, and it's like that the layout is the same, and you have the exact same layout on the VR situation. When you put your goggle, you go in right away. Uh, they will tell you, are you going in? Then you, you just you know you, you you press the button, then you walk in, right? And the doors open. Once the doors open, it's the exact same thing as what you see in the in the reality. But the store is actually there's a sales there that will serve you. There's actually people there. Of course, the people is 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 a program. Right? It's, it's not really a real person because it's a, it's a VR. So what happens is when you're inside there, then you can actually see all the new stuff on sale stuff or whatever promotion stuff you, you're having. It's just that when we do the every single um, garment we have right now, you, as you can see the tag, right? We already have a barcode, we have a number. Basically, we're just using that number, the same thing, and, and change it to VR. So once we just need to do a one more step in order to put it in the VR store, so whatever we have on the actual store that there is available on the VR store. And once you give me your information, for example, your height, your size, and you can pick up the size you want and go to the VR changing room and change it, and you can see yourself how you look. Um, it's actually it's quite accurate because unless, you you know, a lot of people, for example, they, they, they might not give a too accurate information right for example they they might be only five foot five they tell us five foot seven they might they might be size uh, four but they tell us size zero right those that would be a difference but other than that if you if you're honest to yourself right in the system then the system will actually quite accurate to show you uh, how you look and then it's based on delivery you get your stuff within a few days right and uh, it's it's interesting because when we're talking about the w things that designers need to do today, especially for for a smaller brand, uh, do you think that there's a lot more pressure on designers to know how to navigate something like a VR experience or even just a, a really great e-commerce experience? Is it is it harder today for for designers? Well, to be honest, this has been an ongoing uh, problems for for fashion industry or for, for so-called designer, right? Because um, when I go to the college or university to do the speech, um, 
like I said to you, you know, to the student is when you go to a computer class, you know, when you go to a computer engineer, even an engineer class, you know, what well, 10 students, maybe only six students, they want to be doing whatever they graduate right after like the computer or engineer. Um, but if you go to like any other subject, you, you average about five or six people will stay in the same industry. But when you go to a, a, a college or go to a, a design school, when you talk to a fashion designer class, uh, fashion design class, sorry, uh, 10 students you talk to, if 10 students, they want to be a fashion designer. When you go to a fashion marketing class, 10 students, you will talk to them, the 10 students want to be a buyer. Because this is the only knowledge that they know that is only designer or buyers, first of all. Secondly, is this is what they love and this is what they want to do, right? However, they don't understand that is whether it's marketing or designer, um, the team has to be, at the end of the day, you have still have is, is business. So you still have to work with the business people in this world in order to make your company profitable or, or, or can sustain the, the business. Um, the problem is this is an ongoing problem for that case and that case that um, designer is very creative. Uh, is very artistic, but the problem is some of the design might not be able, or some of the designer design might not be able to um, change it into profit due to the reason that there's no no market for such design. Um, but there is, like you said, right? This is this is this is the uh, a problem because it's a fine line between creativity and 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 practicality. Um, a lot of design is great, it's awesome when you look at it when you're in the show, but the problem is can you really actually wear every day to go out to work, to have fun, or even just go out for shopping? No. So it's only good for looking, right? So it's only good to stay on the showroom or on, on the mannequin. That's the problem. Um, th this is this is not, not something new, this is, has been going on for the industry since day one. So. Right. And so, and you've been in the industry for a while now. Have you, what changes have you seen then um, in terms of what customer behavior is like, what designers need to do to appeal to modern customers, including, um, you know, things like e-commerce and, and uh, technology? Um, for customers, it's always good, right? From the customer point of view, is like I said, used to be, uh, people would go to the shopping mall, you know, you go to your store and look for the product. So it used to be the customer come to your store and look for your product, but now it's not. Now it's the product go to the customer phone, go to the customer computer. Uh, so the product go into your home and you, you take a look at it. You like it or not, you click a button, you click a button and you buy it or you reserve it and you go to the store to, to pick it up. Um, so the, 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 basically the whole marketing or selling point is already changed. It's not just changed a little, but it's totally changed. Uh, however, as you can see, the 70 market, 70% of the market right now is still on, under traditional uh, selling technology or selling strategy. Um, that means that, you know what, uh, only 30% are, are already changed. It's like majority of the retailer are not changing the, the traditional selling pattern, which is that's why the retailing is falling. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that brings up the see now, buy now question, which is something we've talked to a lot of buyers about. Do you think that the in-season fashion calendar makes sense? Is it something that you've tried? And, you know, it seems like over the past two years, everyone was talking about it, this big change that was coming to fashion week, to the fashion calendar. But then it kind of seemed to peter out. Do you, do you think that was kind of a, a, a panic? That was a flash in the pan? Or, or how is the way that designers show their product to customers versus buyers like a department store changing? Um, to be honest, 
Um, yes, uh, preseason show, like you said, you know, the season so preseason show has a pro- has their a problem, but on season, uh, they have their problem as well. Um, so I think uh, right now the problem is, like I said, right, the technology or the online shopping has a lot of effect uh, effect on this too, right? Because right now people see something right away, they can see a lot faster and they buy it right away, right? Used to be, for example, uh, for the fashion show, fashion week, um, not that many people can see the fashion show right away, right? It's only a certain a handful of people, industrial people, can see it, and then and then they would know they can they can put it up a month or two months later on their magazine or or, or whatever the, uh, the blog. Then people can start to see it, right? But now it's different, right? And yeah, long as you have your iPhone and you can be a blogger, you can be anybody, and then you can just post online and people see it right away within like seconds. So because of the technology, once again, and changing the speed and the schedule of everything. Uh, used to be pre-season show is fine, you know, like six months later, you see the stuff at the department store, fine, because the 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 editor or the magazine uh, fashion people or, or, or the, the blogger, they won't have any information and news after they see a show, They above a month later, they have the magazine out or even two months, three months later or on season when it's time. But now, no, like I said, a seconds later, the people already have the, the design and and especially some of the Southeast Asia country, you know, right? And they can copy your stuff right, within what two days. And you, you, your, your design only have one sample. You saw at New York Fashion Week or, or London Fashion Week, but two days later, which is 24, 48 hours, they already have it on sale on online in, in, in Southeast Asia website. Because once they have your pictures, they can just copy within a few hours or a few days. So when you deal with this kind of, of counterfeit or fake problem or whatever problem that it is, um, you gotta you the, the only thing you can do is you fast pace yourself, right? Um, but is it on season? Is the solution? I can tell you that might not be because you know what the problem is for the traditional selling technology on season is not gonna work because nobody gonna gonna buy summer stuff in the winter, you know nobody gonna buy the winter stuff in the summer. So um, uh, because my like like. People are like this, right? For example, right now when we feel cold, okay, we need a jacket. But when you are in a hot 33 degree summer day, you know what? You, you tell me to go go buy a jacket, even though you, you're 50% off, I'm telling you, nobody buying it. Um, so that's the problem, right? So we have to go full with the season as well as, and, 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 and combine with the technology. So honestly, the pre-season show is, is going to fade out. It's not going to work sooner or later. But the on-season is not going to work for the business um, marketing as well because you, you're, going, you're going to be involved a lot of things. You, you're not just talking about, oh, I see now, buy now. You, you think it's easy, but it's actually not that easy unless you're a well-established uh, designer or brand because um, people will buy your stuff right away no matter what. Otherwise, it's hard for people to to pre-order, uh, to um, pre-manufacture all the stuff without knowing that how, how, how much sales we're going to make, right? Uh, because once you see the stuff, oh, you wait the way you can sell it means that you have to have a lot of stock. Um, you have to have the manufacturing, you know. So, um, uh, is it is anybody be able to keep up like this kind of trend? I don't think so. Um, besides, uh, even though you are you are number one brand, right? A lot of stuff. Uh, uh, um, there a lot of cases as you can see a scenario that they make something that nobody buying it. So, um, that would be a problem as well, right? Right. So like you mentioned, it's it's pretty unrealistic for for a small brand that's that's working with fewer resources than a brand like a Burberry or a Tommy Hilfiger. But would you say that 
do you think that next year, like, are we going to see even those big brands that have tried it out shifting back to the old model? Where do you see this debate going um, in 2018? Well, um, let's put it this way. To be so honest, I can see that the changes is not going to be too much different for the past. It's going to be for the past a few years. Why? Um, because once again, the fashion industrial people, they, they, they are very artistic, uh, creative, and they are very fashionable. But the problem is they are lack of technology and high tech experience and knowledge. So in terms of changing the pace to move up to the technology of nowadays, it will be hard for them. So I think it's at least take another few seasons for them to realize what's going on. Um, on the other hand, on the technology people, they're already doing whatever they're doing to change it, right? So maybe there will be a small change, for example, on online shopping, online selling, you see will still a, a stable growth. Um, but that's, that's only a part of the technology, right? Like I said, so online shopping will, will definitely will keep, go, uh, keep uh, growing bigger and bigger. But you're still looking at from 15 to 20 to maybe maximum 30%. It's not going to over 30% unless your brand or your company can, can, can go in all the way to high tech. So we don't really see much different changes on the designer point of view from, from all the designer or brands. Um, unless there is a big revolution that come on, coming out and, 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 and just hit everybody, then, then like force everybody to change. Otherwise, I, I don't really see a really big changes for a few seasons or a few years at least. Um, but if you, I'm telling you now, but if you don't change, your sales is going to just keep falling and falling. That's what I'm telling you now. Right. So if not going into an in-season model, changing your entire you know, buying and stocking inventory strategy in your supply chain, what change should designers be looking at and, and focusing on and, and putting their money towards? Well, I will, you know, I will, um, the problem is that is I think uh, the designer has to make their choice. For example, right away they have to get to know more knowledge on the uh, technology or a computer or IT, you know, this kind of technology or knowledge. They have to get to at least know the basic. Uh, and at the same time, they need to... Um, um, to, 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 to decide what to, for example, they, they, might not, they might not be able to make a large manufacturing. Maybe they have to make some. Uh, on season sales, I mean, on season show, on season sales, it's is, is a, is a trend to go. But even though a big brand, level one brand, they cannot manufacture everything at once. So you might want to manufacture a small amount, a small quantity in order to... to um, to be suitable for the market, for the people that go online shopping or right away where want, they want the new stuff. Um, and at the same time, you want to see, using, using that to, as a test water to see what is selling, what's not, then you want to manufacture more on the whatever sell, whatever not selling, then you don't manufacture it. So that's the only way you can. So you have to work closer to logistic, to manufacturer, to PR company, to everybody in order to make things like going fast, fast, fast. So. That's exactly what, what the changes is. Before, pre-season show, everybody can take their time. Now, yeah, not anymore. You can't take your time. Uh, I'm talking about only, only from start to finish is within two weeks. No, yeah, that's what happened. So 
like I said, you might want to have, let's say you have 30 design, 40 design, 50 design, you might want to pick 10 design that you're going to have some stock in there and then start to push sale on that 10 design on the online shopping or on on sale, like see, see now, buy now kind of technology. Um, and then using that as a test water, within two weeks, you have to make a decision to what to, what to manufacture, what not. So it's, it's this idea that you need to look at your internal organization, make sure that there are no more silos. You have this holistic view over every department and how they're working together. And at the same time, you have to be looking at how the customer is reacting to your product in a, in real time, essentially, and incorporating that into all of your decisions. Yes, you can say that. Um, how, are, how, do one... you get, yeah, how do you guys look into customer data and, and customer feedback to make decisions? Um, you know what? Uh, it's very simple because I can tell you that um, in this world, it's quite savage. People would, if they like your stuff, they wouldn't say anything like they anything nice i mean uh if they don't like yourself definitely people start now they will start telling you that they don't like it so because they they are pissed they're not happy about it so they will so um um if that's let's put it if no news means it's a good news so if nobody complained that 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 that's something that you're doing right um but if there's complaint you might want you might really want to take a look at it why people complain is it really that that something happening to you or is it just just a rumors um, you gotta li- uh, you gotta listen to the customer. What 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 was the comment or what the advice they having for you? Um, and which is which is important, which is very important for for this because um, um, if you if you listen to them, then you know you, you get more idea what to buy, what 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 not to what to manufacture, what not to manufacture. Exactly, and and so that brings in the question of designers wanting more of that customer feedback and that direct customer relationship. But when you're a smaller brand, a lot of times your sales are coming through third-party partners like department stores or online um, luxury marketplaces. How has that changed your relationship with the retail partners that you've worked with, this new need for for customer direct customer insight? Well, you know, there's still a two type of customer. Some customers just they go online and buy their stuff. They they click a click, click a few click, and then they shop right finish. And but now it's still for more. Like I said, it's from the medium price to lower price product. All the expensive stuff, people still hesitate to buy online, right? Most of them. It's not because they don't they don't want to put that kind of uh, money online. It's just it's not that they don't have the money. It's just they don't feel comfortable. And besides. Uh, a lot of people right now, they're going to the shop to buy stuff. Let's say they go to um, uh, Louis Vuitton or Chanel or Dior to buy an expensive bag or dress. Uh, it's not that they don't want to buy online, but they, they will, like I said, they will do a research online and maybe even reserve it, but they still want to go into the store to pick it up. Why? It's not just buying a dress or the bag right now. It's the whole shopping experience, right? For example, a beautiful lady, they might want to uh, drive their nice car or, or even their boyfriend driving them to, to the store. And when they go into the store, open a door and somebody open a door for them, they go in, everybody say hi to them and their dress are ready, you know, and it's whatever, your dress is ready. It's right here, you take a look. And then somebody carry for them to the door. This, uh, this is a whole experience of shopping. Um, when you when you want to pay that kind of money, you still want to get all that in, in a package together. And that's why, uh, 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 for the most of the female buyers, they still want they still prefer to go on shopping 
and buy stuff at the same time you know they they can go have a coffee have an afternoon tea and somewhere close by or, or more this is a lifestyle but for men right honestly for most of the normal men maybe okay they're not gonna buy it because you know what they're gonna buy it because okay should they forgot that today is the anniversary so what happened they just go online and click 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 and they buy the expensive bag that's the only reason that the bags are selling online right so it's just about sort of being wherever the customer needs you to be at any given time <laughs> So, so most of but most of the bags that selling is still on the store or uh, instead of online, as you can see, seven percent of the of the sales still under the retail store due to the reason that the experience, right? It's not just the bags uh, uh, or just the product. So um, that that's will still going on for a while, but how long this going to go on? While nobody knows, and I'm telling you, um, uh, because online is going stronger and stronger, right? So. Um, yes, the VR, uh, the virtual reality technology, whatever app is interesting, especially if you know about China right now, what happened to them, you know, is everything is going so crazy. But is that is that the way going to be? Nobody knows. I think, yes, everybody who tend into go to online shopping or virtual reality shopping will be more and more. But eventually, um, they, the virtual reality or the online shopping can still not take away whatever I just told you, that whole package experience right um even the virtual reality they cannot give that to you unless one day the virtual reality is so mature to the point that and you can actually can 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 shopping with your boyfriend in, in virtual reality right that that could be could be something different but um i think within for a few years i don't even see that happening Right. It seems like the department store experience, that physical retail experience is still really important. But at the same time, like you said, if you're not keeping an eye on change or, or technology, you're going to fall behind. And so do well, definitely, you, yeah. you're gonna, but I, I just want to mention one thing, though. But uh, honestly, department store is not not if they don't change. I, I don't see there's a future for department store. I'm sorry to say that because nowadays it's more like a, a specialty store or a particular store that will be even will be winning more due to the reason that, like I said, that selling experience. People doesn't need to go to department store and walk around and shop, right? They just go to that store to get that experience. So that's why you will see a lot more brand that they open their own uh, a specialty store, or standalone store than then you will see that they are in department store because department store um i i just want to let you know that department store has been in 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 retail for what the past uh 150 years or 100 years um it's actually is is a hundred years uh old um shopping experience but 100 years ago they, there's no internet there's no online shopping for sure right um, they haven't really changed super quickly they, they 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 cannot because of the uh, because of the, the 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 giant corporation rules laws condition people employees, and they have to go for all these different department in order to you know get one thing in, all that will slow down their processing. They they can't. So um, I actually worry about department store because department store is not going to be the future way for shopping. I'm telling you now. So. Right. Unless they have a big changes that they, they realize and each of the individual they have they have realized and they get kind of fast pace to do it. Otherwise, I, I don't really see any future for them, to be honest. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, a lot of people are, are worried and especially when you're looking at American department stores specifically. But is that be all that that all being said, looking at sort of the fate and the death of the department store, do you think that 
next year or 2018 will be the year that super high and luxury brands like stop having any sort of e-commerce hesitations. Like it's kind of crazy that we still have brands that are just getting online and just realizing that people, even if they don't make their final purchase online, it's still important to have that as an option. Um, I'm not surprised, honestly. Uh, even my own brand, the website, I, 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 I'm not happy about I told you, right? I hated it. I, I need to update it. <laughs> because once the problem is you, you got to have the right people do things, right? When you will find the wrong people or even find the people there who are slower, when they, after they finish, take a month or two, when they finish it, it's already outdated because you need, by then, already something new again and you it's already not, not up to date. So you, you have to find, like I told you, right? You have to find the people that will, will, will be on the right track and right trend with you. Um, for the fashion brands or people that, that tend into be slower. So it's, it's because... It's not because it's, 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 they are slow, but this is this is the way to go. Right? For example, when I when I start to design a dress, I'm not I won't be able to just give you a dress in a minute. I have to take time to design, to think, to draw, and then to start to make the pattern and a sample in order to find the right material in order to make a dress. Um, that's gonna take time. Um, so so for fashion people, or designer, or for whoever work in fashion, we used to take time to do things in order to make it better. But compared to the computer or technology, they don't. This time is critical. They can take time. So that's the this one of the major conflicts of these two industries too, right? So um, um, for example, if you want to, oh, I have the dress. I need to find the right model to get, to get a nice po po uh, portfolio pictures. That take time. Uh, yes, right now you can say, oh, I just take a picture and I can Photoshop it but you still need the basic picture in order to Photoshop it. Um, that picture is very critical how we're going to take it, right? And when you need to work with, okay, I will work, work with the weather, I need to work with the photographer, I need to work with the model schedule, I need to work with the makeup artist, the hairstylist. So you are talking about you involve more than a few different industries and 10 different people. You're not going to make that picture in one minute. So what happened? The IT people has to keep waiting and waiting for that picture. And then once you're done, okay, I'm going to do Photoshop within five minutes. <laughs> so that, that's the problem of right now, the, 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 the time conflict, the industrial knowledge conflict and, and everything, right? So, um, yeah, you can have your website and go do online selling. No problem. But are you really making sales online? You know, let's say you give stuff to Amazon, you work with eBay, you work with Facebook to do the selling. Is it really working to you? Um, different brand, different designer. Once again, they have different strategy and different different kind of tell. Right? You you might you might not be able. For example, if I'm selling senior stuff, and you think that online we're gonna help, <laughs> because also I mean only you know no don't get me wrong there is senior very high tech but it's only less than ten percent right. So, uh, but uh, if you're selling, let's say if you are H and M or you're Sarah, you're selling focusing on the millennials or young people. There's over seventy percent people are using online shopping, and over you talk about ninety percent of people on on that level are, are having a, a, a smartphone. Then that's different, right? So even though they're not buying, or they they might not have as much money to buy, but they can see your stuff. Like for from the promotion point of view, ninety percent of the people can see your stuff within a second. Right, and it, you have to account for that visibility. Exactly. Well, we're all out of time, Dan. But thank you so much for for joining us, and I appreciate the the insight um, as always.
No problem. I will try my best to answer your question. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, be sure to subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And leave us any feedback you have. 